Hello everyone, and it's episode 12 of WDW Happy Hour. I'm Catherine, joined by my fellow podcast members, Rob, Holly, Scott, and Matt. And we have such an exciting episode. We've been waiting for this one for a very long time. This intro is going to be a little bit longer than it usually is. Um, we did our Disney bucket list items in June, um, and one of Matt's that he talked about was wanting to eat at Club 33. And we actually recently had the opportunity to dine there, and we've all kind of been like holding it in, waiting to talk about it on this podcast. So here's where we let it all out. We're going to talk about our Club 33 experience. Um, and we're also going to talk about our favorite time of the year in Disney World, which is food and wine. And I guess not so scary Halloween party. It's just a good time to be in Disney World in October and September. Um, so we're going to start with topping it off, which is where we talk about a drink either at Disney World or Disneyland. And Holly, it is your topping it off this week. All right. Um, surprisingly, I'm not going to do Disneyland. Oh, really? Yeah. Not fresh. In it. It's it's like now in the past, it's time to get ready for Walt Disney World. Yeah, I'm kind of gearing up. So we're going to take this to Walt Disney World, and we're going to go over to the Boardwalk Resort um, at the new bar that recently um, just opened up, the Abracadabra Bar. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to recommend the Seashore Suite. This is a cotton candy creation dedicated to its previous owner. Um, basically what it is, it's in a glass with cotton candy on top with ice, and then they pour um, lemonade over top so it'll like dissolve all the cotton candy. What's so great about this drink is you can choose whether you want alcohol or non-alcohol. So it can go either way. So I asked what the recommendation was and they said vodka because rum and lemonade, I don't know if that's such a great combo, but I've never no, tried I think, it. I think that's fine. But uh, she recommended the vodka, so that's what I did. And it, it's really cool, very sweet. Um, I could have drank a few more. They were just going down, so. Yeah. <laughs> I've had I've had that too, yeah. and I love that drink. Yeah. That um, it's super sweet. I can mm -hmm. imagine though being a little kid at Disney World and like really wanting one because it, it's know, so yeah. it's cool looking. The presentation's awesome. <laughs> we I think we went there. Well, we did. I know we went there twice, but I on the second we <laughs> on the second time, there was a younger kid with mm -hmm. his parents there, and I'm almost positive he ordered it. Obviously, yeah. a virgin. Version, yeah. but, well, it's not um, even on the menu, um, but we talked about this on the podcast. There are drinks on there that are clearly alcoholic, and there are some drinks on the bottom of the menu that are not. But as we previously discussed, any of the drinks can those non-alcoholic you can add. You can add, you can add right. which yes. is what this is. Disney mm -hmm. does a pretty good job of that. They do that at Trader Sam's too, don't they? Where they list non-alcoholic. Oh, it's so hard mm. for me to remember. Uh, I don't know if that's. No. I, I think they did at the California one. Oh, really? Yeah. That's very possible, but I'm not sure. Um, I was going to say, this is a great place to check out because, you know, after food and wine, you can go over to the boardwalk when you're walking around the boardwalk, pop in, give this drink a try. Great atmosphere. Air condition. Yep. Yeah, that's actually smart if it, you know, if it's yeah. getting super crowded Dark. at a... Um, <laughs> and also, food and wine um, closes earlier than a lot of the boardwalk bars. I don't Correct. know if... Yeah. So like if food like and around wine, nine usually, and I'm assuming yeah. that Abracadabra uh, stays open later than nine, mm -hmm. at yeah. least ten. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I think midnight. Yeah, yeah I, think I would. That, I would think midnight too. But we can. But we yeah, can you check can just out walk right out the international by. gateway, head down the, you know, the walkway there, and head over the boardwalk and. 
get that at Abacadabra. That's it's a good. Definitely my new favorite location. I've got to try that again. I, mean, I have not been there. You would like it. It's, it's yeah. very cool. It's very. It's a Scott drink. <laughs> the theming is great. They have great drinks. It's a nice. We need little to be clear. Point. I do like beer too, not yes. just sweet drinks. It's it makes me drink. sound a little. It is midnight. It does. The Abacadabra oh, closes at midnight. It's a cool. good spot. That yeah. is a good after after food and wine. Yes. Yeah, totally. Just, yeah. Sneak out the back there. You're there in like five minutes. That really improves sneak the crest out the of back. like beer crawl too, or bar crawl too. Oh, it's an add on. Yeah. It's, it's way better than really anything else like that belongs to the boardwalk proper. Hmm, correct. Right? I mean, because yeah. I guess jelly rolls is you could say that's right. boardwalk, but that's that's a commitment because you're paying a cover. Yeah, you can't just pop in. Yeah. Unless it's and like ESPN clubs, not. Oh, true. And then well, there's the, <laughs> the brewery place. Me there, too. Though. I actually like we've been there during like the World Series and the NHL playoffs, and it's cool. But like if there's not like a big sporting event going on, I I feel no need to go into ESPN club. Agreed. Stone Stone River or Big River Grill. I can never remember I think it's big I feel like people are really divisive about that location. I feel like there's a lot of mixed reviews. Catherine and I have been there to the Big River. Um, I think it's called Big River Girl, but let me. Yeah. I, I don't want to say whatever that. Um, whatever that establishment is on the boardwalk. And we've probably been there like three times. And every time I've had a really <laughs> good time. God bless you. God bless you. And I think the beer there is really good too. So, And I'm kind of particular about... And did I, you, I did don't you figure know, it out? Yeah, it's Big River Grill. I don't know if this is still accurate because this was probably about five years ago, but that was the only place that brewed their own beer in Disney. Huh. So that, I mean, that's cool before it was cool to, to it, do that. So they, they brew beer right at that location. I'm trying to think who else does that. I, I don't know that I don't they've think been that dethroned, else. but that was a long time ago, so I don't want to say that with complete certainty if it's not true. But they have their own brews, which are which were delicious. Yeah, not Tiffin's bad at all. now has their own. Uh, oh, but they don't brew it there. Okay. It's brewed by somebody else, but it's it's, it's unique it's to that location. Ex exclusive to. Are you sure that Big River yeah. brews it in house? I they actually don't, don't know if they might brew it off site, but it's their beer. Okay. Like like they like. We'll, we'll I, have to make it. The a, thing is, I, if they do it on site. I would want to know, like, where? Where do they do it? Because it's not in that exact location. There's just not enough room. Yes. They would need, like, vats. I thought there was vats in there, but... I, I don't think so. But, that I mean... That place kind of reminds me of a Friendly's, and that is a compliment, if you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is not where I thought you yeah, were going no, with that. Um, like, I had a really good grown-up grilled cheese sandwich there, and it was, like... It wasn't the best atmosphere, really. There were kids, like around running around and but the the food was i enjoyed the the grilled cheese and i really enjoyed the beer so. as an aside why do we have to specify grown-up grilled cheese i think the grilled cheese is for everyone i but never I thought of grilled cheese means, as a child food i think grown-up means it's on texas toast instead of i would think bread. it would mean different cheeses too oh that could be like more kids, exotic kids Gouda, take a, a american you know white american that's a kid's grilled cheese maybe for you as a white american all right. Anyway, um, to, to kind of go back to the seashore sweet, um, it's, it is really delicious. And, and I really like the presentation too, cause they yeah. did, um, the ma they do a magic, magic trick. trick. So it's definitely cool. Even uh -oh. if you're an adult, you get a magic trick with it. So I'm sure we'll go back to that place several times yes. throughout this. Well, thank it's an God. It's yeah. an Epcot heavy vacation we have coming up. <laughs> All right, true. which kind of um, leads us to um, Food and Wine 2016. We are now in the heart of it, and everyone here is a huge fan of Epcot Food and Wine. I personally, 
um, thing. You know what, we got some, uh, <laughs> I should say, this is Matt talking. Um, there was a comment on iTunes that said, maybe you guys should say exactly who you are because I have trouble differ, um, I have trouble telling the guys apart. So this is Matt speaking. Scott, why don't you quickly say? This is Scott, this is what I sound like. My voice goes up a lot. Yes. When I talk, especially and when I get excited. Yeah. Rom? Hi, this is Rob. <laughs> See, I, do I don't the think news, you sound so. it. I don't think you sound no, like this. This so comment either. had to I be about me my own Matt. voice. So yeah. this, this had to be a Scott and Matt thing. Yeah, I think that Rob sounds a lot um, like Scott and I both have like a higher voice, and Rob has a lower voice. So I, I think that I always think my that's why I hate listening to myself because I think I sound higher recorded than I did to my own ear. But we also in that too. same <laughs> in that same review, I believe they wanted to do a uh, like kind of like a behind the scenes of all of us and like our Disney taste, which it was really nice. Thank you, whoever said that, because yeah. I think that's going to be a suggestion for one of our. I mean, it is a suggestion. I think that's going to be one of our upcoming episodes where we talk about just our personal experiences with Disney and just make it a little off format. But you guys asked for it, so we're happy to provide. So yeah, there you go. Yes. But we are talking about the 2016 Epcot Food and Wine Festival. I'm excited. Who's <laughs> Is that all you have to say? I was waiting for something groundbreaking uh, no. there. So, no. Well, it, it's it started September 14th, mm -hmm. um, and it runs through November 14th. It runs 62 days, the longest. The longest one. Yes, ever. Mm -hmm. And it seems to go up by a few, like I've been. This will be the Year third round. one, and it seems like it's gone from 50ish days to 55, 50. I think last year was 57. That number sticks in my head, and now it's up to 62. Yeah, and I'm looking forward I to 2080. Year round, but it's not as special. No, it, it, it this time of year just makes it and so great. I that. really liked Flower and Garden. I know yeah. we we did that kind of for the first time this year, and that was mm -hmm. special. I like some of the things there. I like better than the food, of, like America. I thought was a lot better than yes. it is in Food and Wine. It was like a smaller version to Food and Wine. Yeah, and yeah. it was it was, it was cute nice. and it was doable. So I'll admit it just left left me. Wanting food and wine. Yeah. That was my take. Well, but. luckily, Scott, since you're left wanting more, Holly's doing some really awesome stuff over on our Facebook page. And I think, Holly, you want to talk a little bit about that? Certainly. Um, if you haven't checked out our page on Facebook, number one, get on, type in, find us on WDW Happy Hour on Facebook. Facebook.com slash WDW Happy Hour. Thank you, Matt. There you go. Um, basically, since the start of Food and Wine, each week, each podcast member, just like almost the topping and off segment, each week, a podcast member is going to recommend a food item Talk from about our favorites and, and wine. Oh, yes, yeah. so good. Um, some of these, um, I will try my best to find recipes to that you can replicate at home. Um, if you have a recommendation that you would like to share, please don't hesitate. Don't be shy. Post it on our page. Tell us the food, where to find it. Um, we would love to hear from you. Um, so definitely keep posted with some of the recommendations that we have. Yeah. And when will when will we see those? Every Wednesday I will be posting. Cool. Um, throughout Food and Wine. Throughout yeah. Food and yeah. Wine. Okay, that's awesome. Yep. And if you're too shy to post it right on Facebook, you can email us at wdwhappyhour at gmail.com and put a bug in our ear. Maybe we'll choose it. And the one Holly posted this week is one of my favorites. It's the German um, uh, Graten, right? Yeah, it oh has some gosh. some fancier name it, that it, it, I can't it's even. It's noodle. Yeah, it's so good. And Holly's made it before, so the the <laughs> recipe she posted 
is legit because I've had it and then <laughs> I've had Holly's version soon after and it's so good. So um, we're looking forward to keeping that rolling during food and wine. Yeah, and just in general, don't be afraid to reach out to us because I <laughs> yeah. mean, we, we have a decent, like we really want you guys to get involved. Um, so reach out to us on any social media and we would love to hear from you because right now we've got a lot of people listening, but not a lot of people. We want to like engage with you guys and, you know, create sort of a back and forth. So there's a really good chance that if you reach out to us on Facebook or via email, then you will be at least name dropped or we should talk <laughs> about you on the podcast. So if you're itching to get involved with the podcast in some capacity, well, hit us up. Speaking of itching, thanks to Liz Capello for sending us um, info and pictures about the mosquitoes. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh. Wow, that was very such a good segue. <laughs> um, so if you're down in the parks and you see something, don't hesitate to message us yeah. on Facebook so we can post so and share it with the whole WDW Happy Hour family. So. Yep. Yeah, because we would love for this to be a community of sorts. So, I, you know, hit us up and get involved. Also, shout out to Jess Hensley, who always mm -hmm. hits us up on uh, Facebook. Yeah. She's a good friend of Matt's and I. Matt's and mine through college. Yeah. Um, and, and Yes, and, and Joe Langiani also. Thank you guys so much for chatting it up on Facebook because we, we like to <laughs> see people with questions and, and kind of uh, get ideas from you. It's, it's helpful. Yeah. yeah. So at food and wine this year, there are three new kiosks. Um, and those are the islands of the Caribbean, um, which basically takes, um, Puerto Rico's place. Yeah. Th is it, that where Puerto Rico was? Like last yeah, year? It is. It is. Yeah. It's on that pathway between um, imagination. Yes. Leading to world show. Kind of where that like, um, it's where the non was this year. Correct. <laughs> yes. Or, yes. It, it's just, I'm looking at a picture right now. It's, it's the same exact it's kiosk. It's kind of set up in the back. And I really like that kiosk because there's a little bit more room and you can actually. They always have tables there's available. Tables. That's true. It does seem like there's a better way yeah. to just actually eat your stuff instead of finding a trash can. Right. Yeah. And then it has yeah. some really good stuff there. There's no Jamaican. Was there a Jamaican kiosk at some point in the past three years? Oh, Not that I can I recall. Okay. Well, there's a familiar. Jamaican beef patty there. There's some Ooh. other great stuff. And. The other one, uh, there's two other ones. The one's Chocolate Studio, and that is over, if I'm not mistaken, by where it's like the, the sustainable pathway. chew was yeah. and the. It's no? on, that's on the pathway. It's chocolate and wine, I think, are right next to each mm. other. Yes, that's and where the cheese, cheese was. Yeah. And does that mean cheese is cheese still around? You know what? I was gonna say that. I think they got rid of. The I don't cheese. see cheese. Which is super no, disappointing. No cheese. Oh my gosh. How many roll? times did we eat cheese last year? <laughs> was cheese fondue? Yeah, yes. it's not no there. Have no fear. I found the recipe. Oh, okay. there we go. I'm yeah. not going to lie. But, I like chocolate better. But we have oh. Chocolate Studio, which has things like a liquid nitro <laughs> chocolate almond truffle and a Ghirardelli yep. chocolate raspberry tort. Oh, yeah. And the third thing, oh yeah, is the Wine and Dine Studio, which is a ton. There's a ton of stuff uh, listed here. And um, a lot of wines, um, some by um, Kurt Russell. Oh, the Disney family of wines. Yeah, so uh, Kurt Russell has some wines that you can try there. Yeah, but I'm saying that like he's there, like, hey, I'm Kurt Russell. You want to try this out? <laughs> I, I, do, I do believe he does a Show demo or, um, or talks oh, about it at the he festival. At least did it, so. uh, he did it at Disneyland this yeah. past year at the Disneyland Food and Wine. D so. Don't quote me on that. But right. I, I don't. We can neither confirm <laughs> or deny if Kurt yeah, Russell just, will show up while random, you're there. Random rumors. Um, and they've got other things there. It's not just wines. Um, they do have some cheese pairings there. So maybe that is taking the place of a standalone 
cheese kiosk, but I see that there's, it says an artist palette of wine and cheese, which has a trio of artisan cheeses paired with um, some white and red wines. So yeah, that I, sounds I'm, like something from the cheese pavilion. You know what? The last, last year, cheese came back. It had been on a hiatus for a few years. It wasn't there the first year that the five of us went no. together, but it was there the year that Matt and I got married and the year after Matt and I got married for the two prior years. So I think cheese, they're holding on to cheese for when they really need it. And <laughs> cheese is their ace in the hole. Yeah, just... cheese is their ace in the hole. So I think the chocolate and wine are right next to each other yes. on that pathway. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of the chocolate studio and directly behind that is the edge of the Imagination Pavilion. So mm. it's in the exact same spot yeah, that that's, that the makes cheese sense. was And that's the same thing as I said with the Islands of the Caribbean. A little bit more relaxing of a venue yeah. that you have higher tops. They had the lattice. And it's kind of tucked away. It's, it's tucked it away from it's like It's not the, on the main circle. Yeah. So, it, you know, if you do want just a place to kind of rest your bones for a few minutes, there's stand-up tables, but at least you have a higher probability of getting a table than you did. Yeah, the Chew Collective and the, there's a greenhouse that's in that same spot there right behind Club Cool. Yes. So that was I'm looking the at last year. It looks correct? nice too because it looks like they have umbrellas this oh, year. Wow. And there they have that like astroturf. I don't there. see any seats in the in the immediate picture I'm looking at. Well, I think they're actually a part of the structure. I think there's some concrete walls oh, there that correct. have seats. Yep, yep. Yeah, so that's a nice I really like the one night we were there like for about an hour just sitting on that yep. little veranda. It was Yeah, very that was nice. great. That was very nice actually. Yeah, that was a good night. I have to remember to bring my little tray with me this time because I got one of those Did last you? games down there. Yeah. Nice with the for the slot it's for custom the wine. made. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of and obviously a lot of the you know favorites uh, of the food and wine kiosks are returning. We're not going to go through all of them because it would take us more than one podcast to do that. But they're all available online. If you just search Food and Wine Festival 2016 on Google, you can find the menu. And, and I, I implore that you do so. On our website on Facebook. Yeah, you can find it on our... Perfect. Yes. Yeah. You, you know what I noticed, and I couldn't, again, confirm or deny this, but <laughs> I noticed with some of the kiosks, like Belgium, for example, <laughs> Yeah. they used to have a beer flight, which I was a big fan of because I love Belgian beers. It's not listed on the menus I've seen. I don't think that that necessarily means that they don't have it, though. I feel okay, like I'm, like, I'm hoping that's the case. If they list the beers like that, a lot of times they'll say a flight and, of the above listed beers for. A and I hour. thought it was on the the menu. Yeah, I'm looking at the Germany menu, and there's all these beers listed, and it doesn't say on the at least the website that I'm looking at if they're available in a flight. But I cannot. I feel like the past three or four years, Germany has had, like seven or eight beers and then they also have them separated into two flights yeah. like you can get flight number one or flight number two and yeah so i'm looking at the brewer's collection which is right by the german mm -hmm. um kiosk uh-huh there's three beers listed and there's no mention of a flight available there will be flights in some capacity i, I, I mean I, but just, I, don't know. The, I mean i would hope so with the brewer's collection yeah. that's um, also during food and wine every year, I don't know if we've talked about this before. They have the eat to the beat concert series, which is right across from the America, American pavilion where they have different performers, um, that play there, uh, through various times throughout the day. Um, I think they're, they're usually on a two day schedule. Um, Last year I got to see Mbop while, yeah. while drinking yeah. Mbops. Yeah, that's I awesome. feel like every, there's like, they're not like, <laughs> I'm going to be honest here. I'm going to go on a limb. Um, 
they're they're not like the best. Like they're like a lot of um, artists from like a bygone era. Like, a lot. <laughs> but um, like there are some gems strewn throughout, and I feel like we're I'm never here touring the ones that I'm like. We're always there during Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, but this year. Not this year. No, this year we're. No, Big Dad, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy is closing down the show. They're the last band to oh, appear. Plain White Tees. We're here doing Plain White Tees oh, cool. and Thirty Eight Special. That's not bad. I guess. Oh. It's not the worst, but like we, we're not going to be there during Blues Traveler, which would be oh. the d week before. I would like to see Blues Traveler. You want to run around? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want, you don't want to give me a run around. Don't get me with the hook. Yeah, Captain Hook brings you back. Oh, I like that. I'd, I'd like to see Blues Traveler. I'd like to see Living Color. I think that's a pretty hard band for sure. us. Boys oh, to Men. Is that oh, that's who, that's who I was thinking I would like to see. Yeah, I was gonna say Bill Bib DeVoe, but I didn't. <laughs> nope. no, I group. would like to see Bill Bib DeVoe, but they are sadly not playing there this year. But yeah, there are three new acts that have never played there before, and that's Wang Chung, <laughs> Delta Ray, who I don't even know who that is, and Toad the Wet Sprocket. Oh, I love Toad the Wet Sprocket. Uh, do you you love Toad the Wet Sprocket? <laughs> they do a good version of Hey Bulldog. My mom's gonna be listening to this and go, yeah, I do love Toad the Wet Sprocket. Your so. mom is on the pulse of what was popular in 1993. All right, all right. Well, so two other things about food and wine. Um, if you're an annual pass holder, they're yes. giving yep. free item, uh, free item again. If you make three visits, you will get. Last year they gave a port wine glass, so it was a mm -hmm. smaller. A smaller um, and, and this year they're giving a t what they're calling a tumbler glass. It looks like an on the rocks, maybe yeah, like a whiskey, eight, ten ounce glass. Just it's picture is hard to yeah. it's, it's hard a, to tell, but yeah, but um, it looks very nice. It yes. does look good quality, and it's got like the on the outside it has the food and wine look. Oh no, it it's has the, the pass, pass holder, holder, and on the inside of yes. the glass at the bottom it has the. Um, food and wine. Yeah, logo. It, look, it's, it looks pretty yeah, cool. It's cool. Yeah. And so, for an upgrade this year, um, which I think is way better than last year, is you actually had to get your passport stamped three different times. This year, you just need to check into Epcot three times using your Magic Band or your Ooh, Pass. you're just your Magic Band? Just right. your Magic yes. Band. Oh, it's all on Scott going to be gaming the system there every morning, even if we're not at Epcot. Well, it, it should, I read the fine print on it. It did say one glass per, because I thought the per same person. thing. I was like, I'll go six times and get two glasses. No, it's, it's one, one per, per pass. But yeah, but I never have I never have my card. I only yeah, ever have my magic card. Yeah, you got last year. You didn't get one, did you? Because I didn't have my yeah. I don't have my annual pass annual card with me. Annual actual card. Right. So and it's in the if you were aware where it was last year, it's in the other interventions Correct. this year, and it actually looks like a much nicer space. Yeah. It's where the house used to be. So it's in interventions east over near like mission space. But you'll only have to go there after your third time. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, because before yeah. you were getting the stamps there every night, right? Is that how yeah, you did it? Yeah. I mean, we waited a while. Yeah. I, I remember a few nights we were with some people who weren't annual pass holders and we were like, just yeah. go ahead on without us because right. we, you're going to be waiting for us. So basically when you... Go check in, in, check into Epcot. That's one. That's one. Yeah. So you don't even have to go to Innovations. No. They don't have to scan your no. magic band. It's the only reason you're going you to Innovations is, is to, to actually get it. Get it. That's which is, which is also that's, good. that's smart. I like that. Yeah, they're streamlining. Talk about streamlining. You that's, don't lose time yeah. from food and wine. Totally. Yeah, because that's the last year I remember Especially to get the mug it, or to get the glass, it wasn't too bad. But like to get the stamps, we were waiting forever. Yeah. So that's good. And where like, do you take that time from? Do you take it from when you're waiting for beef no. skewers, or do you take it from, you know, when you're exhausted oh. at the end of the night? I don't want to take it from anything, and I don't yeah. have to now. No compromise. And then the other new thing um, that's been reported 
is in the if you've been in there the in the pat if you've been there in the past, um, each kiosk has a stamp unique to that kiosk, and you could get your passport booklet that gives you details about all the dishes. Um, you could get it stamped by a cast member once you order something. This year they put stickers. It, I don't know if oh, it's in really? the front, in the middle. So now you apply a sticker. You know, it's a, not that you really get anything. It's just, um, but it it's a I new way of fun. I like that keeping better. track of what you get. Because I okay. felt like wasn't it always kind of a pain in the butt? So and and really, is a sticker really a bigger deal than a stamp? But I always felt like my hands were always full. Correct. And yeah. if I could just grab a sticker, I would even put that in my pocket or like if it had the backing and just. I'll put it on later. Yeah, I don't need right. my passport That's to true. have in my hand as I'm grabbing a drink and yeah. food. Of course, I'm getting a drink and food. And it slowed down <laughs> cast members. They had to, yeah. you know, I'd go up there with two books. And then they'd like kind of like roll their eyes right. and be like, ugh. So I don't blame them for One doing has that. to find a spot where we can park it and need it. Yeah. <laughs> so right now, <laughs> nice I mean, right, as of right now, none of us have been to Food & Wine. Um, as, at the time of this recording, it's only been about four days. It's been exactly four days. Um, since um, Food and Wine started, we will be there shortly. We will be giving you updates. We'll be have we'll have videos, stuff on Facebook, Instagram about Food and Wine very soon. So keep an eye out for that. Is there anything else that we want to talk about about Food and Wine? It can all wait till we've been there. I think we're probably no. I think we covered what's new. What's new? Yeah. What's, um, new? what's happening? Would you recommend people go to the the festival center? Yeah, which would. Have yeah. you ever done Seasons of the Vine? Seasons no. of the Vine was a, a video they used to show out in Disneyland in the Blue Sky Vineyard, I think it's called, right across from Cars Land, in that little, like, hut. Um, and it's, like, a seasonal thing. So I think it's cool. We saw Seasons of the Vine at Disneyland Food and Wine this past year, and that was, like, it's on, like, the Disneyland um, soundtrack, like, CD. So it's, like, a good soundtrack. They talk about making wine. And it, it's a classic, I mean, it's a classic DCA attraction, which, really, there's not many of those, like, a legacy DCA mm. attraction. So if you're there, they're showing that. They're also doing, uh, they always do a Ghirardelli. I was, as um, I was asking yes, it, I was going to Absolutely yes. go in there because they give you a free piece of chocolate. But even more... <laughs> totally jaw-dropping as they do these sculptures with chocolate and this year they have quite a few they have a bug's life they have a um uh big hero six and most beautifully is they have a new star wars the force awakens one so there's oh, a bb8 cool. made out of chocolate a oh. kylo ren with you know like the menacing kylo ren everything about that yeah it's freaking awesome they yeah. did that last year but it wasn't um it wasn't quite as grandiose uh so and it's a nice shelter from the heat if it's a really hot day you got air conditioning in there you can buy wine you can buy merchandise they have t-shirts um you know kitchenware so yeah i think that's for I all think, the special event like the culinary and where where it is is it's it's at the former Wonders of Life Pavilion in yep. between Next Ellen's Helen. Energy yeah. Adventure and Mission Space. So yep. it's kind of secluded almost. You got you got to know to walk up that yeah. path. And there are signs. But, but yeah, I think Catherine and I have gone every... Yeah, I like to, I always like to go check it yeah. out. Because you don't have to it's spend pretty all, big there. You don't have to spend like, uh, you know, hours Agreed. in there. Just like pop in, you know, Grab see... Grab your passport. They do have passports in there. Yeah, right. just see... See some stuff in there, maybe buy. We saw some the cake merch. boss the one time you were in there, who was cake giving. Boss. You can kind of stand there as they give the culinary. Yeah, I think I saw one of the 
Paula Dean's sons. I'm not gonna claim to know one Deans. of the one of the Paula Dean's sons. No, she has the two sons that are. I don't. Know I don't know anything about, about Paula Dean. Yeah. That's okay. So, I'm, I'm assuming so, she has. And that. I do not feel like I need to. <laughs> no, you don't. Certainly. He was in there doing a demo. Good for, for him. Good for him. Look at him. Good for you, Paula Dean's son. Paula Dean's son. All right. So yeah. So the long and short of it is, get out to Epcot Food and Wine Festival this year because it's awesome. I assume. I assume it's still awesome. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't take much away for me to think it's not awesome. Yeah. Um, so as Catherine teased at the top of the show, I talked about on our bucket list episode about how my big bucket list item was to eat at Club 33. And one of our extremely awesome and generous listeners wrote us an email shortly after that episode and said, hey, I happen to be a member. I would love to treat you guys all to... Um, you know, to a big dinner at Club 33 and we can meet at the lounge earlier and my initial reaction is someone's punking us. <laughs> this isn't real. Is one, this Kutcher? One, no one listens to this podcast. <laughs> Two, no one is that is that nice and actually likes um, us enough to do this and um, it actually turns out that this was not, I was not being punked and we got to go to Club 33 and it was amazing. So um, thank you um, to our um, nameless benefactor. Big thank you. <laughs> yeah. We had an awesome time, and we're going to tell you about um, our trip. So who wants to start it off? We went to Club 33, guys. It was I know. awesome. When we got this email, literally, I, I was at work. I literally cried. I, I cried. This is something that 11-year-old Catherine, when she had dial-up internet, <laughs> I would look at Snopes.com, and I would look, and there was... There's a private club in Disneyland. Yes, it's true. Confirmed. And since that <laughs> moment, I have been trying to get in there. So um, we did it, and it was magical. I was really nervous, honestly, yeah. because yeah, I was I thinking, was like, well, like, this is it. I don't know if this will ever happen again, but it was really awesome. Spoiler alert. I think we all <laughs> had a great time, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more. So, um there was recently a refurb within the last, I'll say, five years of Club 33 where they added a lounge and a new entrance. If you've been to Disneyland before, there's this thing called the Court of Angels, which is now the entrance to Club 33. You go up these steps. It used to be exposed. Now it's part of the entrance. Um, and in turn, they added a lounge, um, which we went to first. And... Um, Thoughts about the lounge? Anyone want to talk it's about? It's so classy. Oh, um, at the time is. of that, we were at the lounge, and they don't do this all the time. They had a live jazz band going, and it was just so cool. It was just very laid back. You have, you know, some high tops there. You obviously have bar seating. You have some um, tables and like almost couches uh, that people were seating on. They also have some booths. A pretty sizable lounge, and the walls have awesome artwork like original just like um, imagineer just crying um, artwork of, like, and just the beauty and like a lot of new orleans theming yes and this. that goes along with right. the new orleans yeah obviously square. the new orleans yeah. square uh decor but i noticed that a lot with this with the drinks that we were having that they were a lot of new orleans louisiana themed drinks it was but that i mean the bar itself you're right was just very Awesome. Old world class and a real and a real um, labor of love um, to Disney fans because they like I said they have a bunch of really awesome the unique art. Disney memorabilia on the walls and. 
they've got some just the lounge is a really cool addition and i'm saying that it's, it's i could have spent the, hours yeah yeah, yeah it, it's themed just with enough care and intricacy as the rest of the park um the drink menus are in bound books of and course. um they are awesome and i i our our host was telling us oh this is you know, it says D Redmond on it. And I was like, oh, I already saw that. But it says <laughs> Rum, Rye, Brandy, and Y by A Spiritous History of the Crescent City, written by D Redmond, who is Dorothea Redmond, um, who's, you know, very rich in Disney history, especially with New Orleans Square and the Haunted Mansion. Um, so not only that, but the drinks. Can you explain to our listeners who exact Dorothea Redmond is? Um, yeah, I can, but you're really putting me on the spot. I'm sorry. Here. Um, you said she's rich in history. I just thought that maybe you'd want to. Yeah, she's rich in history, as I said, <laughs> to, um, you know, New Orleans Square and the Haunted Mansion. Man, isn't he a jerk? Um, but we'll have a separate <laughs> but, episode but you know where what we you talk said, about that. Like, <laughs> if I was listening to this and didn't, it didn't experience it, what you said, like, the, the book was bound or whatever like but it didn't it didn't feel nearly it I don't know this is gonna come off wrong but as stuffy as, as I thought time. it was no I we were all I nervous in, very in dressed the five of us were extremely dressed up and not only that but like worried like oh I'm wearing I know Holly and I were both wearing <laughs> sandals and we were like are we gonna be okay like not wearing heels but the lounge is very much more casual than I expected. There were people there wearing yeah. shorts. I mean, there were there were women there wearing shorts. I don't think that, you know, it, it's definitely... Okay, Dorothea Redmond. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matt, with the Wikipedia assist. And she she was essential to New Orleans Square. Um, and also um, designing the Dream Suite. And she was an illustrator and a, and an artist and an architect. And that's where like her architectural designs is where it really comes into her, um, stuff with Walt Disney. Yeah. I always get her mixed up with Leota Toombs, who is Madame Leota. Yes. But, yes. Um, anyway, so that's, that's awesome. The, the lounge itself was so awesome. Um, and Man, how many beers is Rob popping in the background? He went like two rooms away, and yet it sounds like he's popping those beers open directly into the microphone. I apologize. <laughs> cheers. Um, yeah, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers indeed. Um, and the menu itself, I know we kind of described it as a hardbound, uh, a hardbound book, but it was not like a Disney drink menu that you see with the magic star in the back. Um, it was very unique, old type, themed perfectly, which is, I will say this, it's the only time I've ever seen that in a bar. You go to any bar on Disney property, you're getting essentially the same menu. The Code oh, Bar yeah. is the yeah. laminated, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Magic Star cocktail, the Tinkerbell floating in it. This is You're getting a very similar totally thing to the unique. Bar at Trader Sam's at but yeah, this is any bar. I agree. This this is definitely unique. The experience was amazing. Did anybody have anything that was of particular um, interest to them at the bar, like the, to drink that night? Oh, my drink was really good. I had a honey julep. Ooh, man! So. In in Disneyland in New Orleans Square, there's nothing better. And what did you have, Rob? I had some version of a mint julep. And I can't remember it because at, at that point I was really nervous and I was trying to drink everything in and like just figuratively, figuratively drink everything in. Yes. <laughs> I was 
literally. Um, Scott, I'm blanking on the name of yeah, Scott, you <laughs> alley had cat. the alley cat. Or did I have the alley cat? You had the ward eight, right? I had the ward eight, yes. Yeah, I had the alley cat. Yeah. Um, and the ward eight is um, not, oh, bourbon, lemon, it orange, sugar and grenadine. Rim. Yes. <laughs> and I had the alley cat, which our host told us is like their signature drink in the lounge. So Do you I think like, that's named the Ward It's named after Ward Kimball? No, the ward, Wards are the neighborhood. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, like Ward 12. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where were you during Ninth the Ward. Katrina, man? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Ninth Ward, man. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and the Alley Cat is what I had, and that was a coconut rum, pomegranate syrup, lime, cran, and bubbles. Bubbles? I don't know what bubbles is. The, is my bubbles. to the mint julep there? Or um, the version? I, I can... I, um, I think you just had the original mint julep. I'm ninety. I'm looking at our receipt in my mind, and I think I you had remember. the mint julep. And okay. It should be said that um, Club Thirty Three is the only place in Disneyland that you can get an alcoholic beverage. It's otherwise a dry park, which is yeah. where you managed to accomplish another I know, one of but those Disney bucket list. One of my personal I items was to drink in every. Disney American uh, domestic Disney theme park, which I have done because I drank and be our guest and in Disney World. So yep. I have mm -hmm. completed that checklist and it <laughs> makes it. me good job yeah, on you. Yeah. Next I'm up so, Disney Sea. I know, right? Yep. Now to Paris. Just have a beer and just be out. <laughs> um, so yes, actually I really loved the lounge and I yes. think mm -hmm. that entrance into the lounge where you're passing by oh. booths, like how cool would it be to get one of those booths and just sit there and just enjoy and people watch and just sit there and drink. Yeah. I could have hung out there all night, but the we did not. The itself. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's immaculate. Just everything. Yeah. I mean, just the theming of everything is on par with any attraction, any ride. The best theming you can think of, that's how this yeah. restaurant And I'm themed. very happy that we did do the lounge first before going right into the dining room, which is another experience in itself because I feel like us just walking into the door like that ever coveted door that I want to pass through <laughs> and then I got to it was just like I was a deer in a headlights for I want to say a good 45 minutes yeah, I agree That's, and I'm yeah. happy that like I got yeah. to sit down have a drink look around um you know take pictures and then by the time we got into eating dinner I, I felt much more comfortable and much more aware of my surroundings and just, you know, ready I know, to. Rob, Rob asked me if I was okay. And I was like, I'm just taking it all in because I was just like, so like on edge, like, oh my gosh, this is what I, I've been waiting to say years would be an understatement. Decades, decades to yeah. eat here. I mean, it's really a dream come true. So um, after we had our drinks in the lounge, we went into the formal dining room of Club 33, which surprised me how small it was. Yeah, it's it's tiny. very, very intimate yeah, space. Like, not even 30 tables. I mean, not mm. even maybe 15 tables. I don't know. Well, really I mean, it, small. It's, I, I mean, mean way smaller than, like, our wedding. I mean, you couldn't fit that many people in I would in say there. that there were fewer than... Few, certainly fewer than 15, probably maybe oh, 10 really? to 12. No, there yeah. were more than 15 tables. I don't know. No. There were more than... In a... I, this is semantics, but I well, really... Well, I, I wouldn't say many more. No more than 20? Yeah, maybe yeah, no, no more, more than, than 20. 20. I don't know. <laughs> um, but very, like, formal white tablecloths. Um, the menu is a five-course menu, which will... Just keep that in mind as we continue to talk on this podcast. Um, so we opted to do the five-course menu option yes. where we um, got to 
really taste quite a wide range of different foods. And I, for one, really picky eater. I'm not very <laughs> adventurous, but the food here was so great that like anything you had was just done to perfection that you could really just trust it. I would agree with that because I'm the kind of guy who orders a hamburger with a slice of cheese and none of the <laughs> toppings. And, you know, I kind of just went with it. Yeah, with you the just menu. trust. It's a, it's a complicated menu just to kind of headline it with that. But they do everything that they do so well that you can yes. just kind of trust what you're eating yeah. and there it's was, really good. There was an item on each description that I could not pronounce, nor did I, <laughs> and I also did not know what it was. So um, do we, we want to go around and all kind of talk about like our favorite thing that we had as one of our courses? Well, just to kind of preference it, it's a five course, <clears throat> maybe six course meal, depending on what you choose to go with. Yeah. Um, with one of the courses being an option and you you start off your meal by selecting an item from each of the courses that you would like to have up through your dessert up through the dessert so you pick your entire meal ahead of time yeah. and then they bring them out in sequence um, depending on what you've chosen to get and then so we'll kind of go now I guess to what you yeah. wanted to talk yeah, about. yeah I think we're just each of us there's obviously five of us here we're gonna each go through like briefly about one item that we particularly liked in no particular order, you know, so. All right, stop. Matt, why don't you go first? Okay, well, naturally, <laughs> I'm going to pick a dessert, so we'll start <laughs> with the end. Um, I had a really awesome dessert. It was a pecan coffee bundt cake with pecan brittle, and it was tossed with, or tossed. Yeah, it was tossed out. <laughs> it was a tossed. coffee bundt cake with pecan brittle, and it had um, some really great gelato, and it was delicious. And after eating all of the previous courses, I thought that I was like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to eat dessert. And I certainly did, and it was fantastic. And I'm not like a huge, huge dessert guy, and this was really, really good. I, I had it as well, and I will second your opinions on all of that. There you go. Scott? Well, yeah, this was, I mean, it certainly isn't a place where you're your courses are huge. No, your your right. courses are they're manageable delicately size. plated and they're beautifully So this plated. is not a yes. sizzler yeah. where you're getting, you know. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> well, I went with um, something from one of the middle courses, which was, it was essentially lobster on peas with tomatoes and truffle. Um, but the way I remember it is just a giant, delicious piece of lobster. Mm. And yeah, it was just like a hunk. It was just a hunk of lobster. Yeah. I would have that. Any day. A million every times. Day. I don't know why I didn't get this. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't get that It was either. incredibly foolish. And now, like, I just... You're looking you, back and you're like... Hearing you, you say it, it You I'm made like, a poor decision because I had no, it as well. We and it was delicious. Yeah, we switched I had, last yeah, I minute. God, they did it. have specials it. as well that were not listed on the menu. And Matt and I made a game time decision at the end of one of our courses to switch we what we got. Specials. So... Rob, what did you have that you really liked? I really enjoyed the, and this is going to sound strange because when I ordered it, I'm like, how good could this possibly be? <laughs> but it was a, tom a tomato corn broth with pheasant meatballs. And it was, I, they could have brought a gallon of this stuff <laughs> and I would have destroyed it. It was so you good. You like the broth, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, and like even like they had a few corn kernels that were in the plate and then they, they poured it fresh for you, the it broth. Was, it was, that was like, talk about a magic trick. That was like, because <laughs> it just came with the balls at the bottom and then yeah. they poured it. And That's I felt right. so I think, classy. Yeah. Cause I was the like, what did you guys get? The presentation on that was really fantastic. But I ate awesome. like a, a corn kernel and it was like the best corn <laughs> I ever had. Like it that was- That one corn yeah, kernel. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. It, but yeah, that it was, I mean, <laughs> 
the other two that were mentioned, I had those two, and they were amazing. But yeah, that was that was yeah, a highlight I had that for me. As well, that was very good. Holly, um, I had the filet mignon. Mm. Um, did we all have that? I did. Uh, yeah, I, I did. did. I did. Which yeah. was I, I think thought the main, someone got the, main the main yeah our, our host got the short um, rib. Delicious. It came with like a summer squash ratatouille and tomatoes and it was like butter. I think what happened was yeah they they switched our steaks because I think what did you order? I ordered a medium rare. And I think so yours mine was, was really... well. No, 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 you got medium. Medium. So I'm like eating it. I'm like, hmm. It was hers was really. It I was didn't red, say redder than usual, but yeah. For me, regardless how it was done, it was delicious. Yeah. It was and like even you after didn't running need a like knife. a half marathon that day, yeah. like I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just gonna show it all. It was good. It and was you knew delicious. this was the kind of place you could order a medium yeah. rare, yep. rare and it would be, with yeah. confidence. Absolutely. I mean, it was still good. Like regardless, I. I waited to the end just to show you that steak is supposed to be in that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better. He didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> right, right. He always tells them, like, you're going to need a flamethrower. Yeah, but you know what? No, depending on, depending no, on well. how um, how much I trust the restaurant is how I right. typically order. Agreed. So I Agreed. was, I was yes, willing to right. order a little bit more rare than I usually do because I was yes. like, they're like yeah. the best in the world. I'm Absolutely. usually, I order well done. Yeah. I don't like the pink. Me. Yeah. It's just me, but I figured, okay, I have to step it. Down yeah, you had watch. to, you had to go and out. You went right to medium, not even medium. Well, I was. I went out of my box. So. Good for you. I think we all, I think we all did. Maybe Matt did, and maybe yeah, because I had did. the steak tartare at the beginning, yeah. which is well outside. And that, and they give you the first thing they give you that we all got that wasn't part of the courses was almost like, a, was that a tuna tartare? It was in a shell. They serve it in a tiny, it was like a little, oh, it was oh, tuna yeah. poke, tuna poke. Yes. And it was just like, it was like delicious. a relish almost. It was, it was so good. And it was in like a conch shell and yeah. it was really good. And it had a very, um, I want to say like acidic, like you could taste tomatoes and it okay. was really good. Yeah, it was good. Um, okay. So then my highlight is I got one of the specials that wasn't on the menu that was actually pheasant bolognese and this was something our waitress forgot to tell us about this and then she went around to the end and matt was the last one to order and she was like oh crap i forgot to tell you about she didn't say crap she went oh <laughs> goodness i forgot to tell you about this pheasant bolognese and matt was like oh i don't know i kind of wanted the salmon that Catherine ordered so he ordered that and i ordered the pheasant or and and i ordered the yeah, salmon we and we ended up switching and it was so good. And like I, I said, I'm a real picky eater. I thought this was also the hardiest out of all of them. Like I got like a real bowl of pasta. Yeah, it was a sizable portion. And I like <laughs> to eat. So <laughs> um, it was really, really good. And it tastes like chicken. Yeah. yeah. Pheasant, no big deal. And we also, many of us, maybe all of us, uh, opted for the wheat beer called oh. Nom Noms. And how oh, yeah. good was the Nom Noms? <laughs> the waitress nom -noms. was loving that. I know. She thought that was a really funny order, but it was so good. Um, that was one maybe for a future topping it off. But it's a, a wheat beer. It was like a half a bison. <laughs> I know. We're drinking Miller Lights over here today. Yeah, this I is started no with the Duvel, too. I, and that's, um, that's a Barley Forge um, Brewing Company beer, and they're based out of Costa Mesa. And they're a, that's a half a bison. It was really good. Oh, it was so it was good. And they were like, like walk and beer dictionary. Hey, what, am I, what can I say? I can I Google well. Um, so I think that it's safe to say that our Club 33 experience met, if not 
fully exceeded our expectations. And I do want to sincerely thank um, our listener who treated us to this fantastic experience. It was so great. And, and not only that, but it was like we kind of got to be there with like a Disney historian. So he's very well versed in knowing the history of the yeah, building. Yeah, a lot itself. of interest in it, which is great. Like like little tidbits about the art that I found really and interesting, the and the architecture and so. of the building, and you know the old blended with the new because there were like there used. I mean, one of the famous fables is there they had microphones wired up into the chandelier so you could hear the guests talking about the food and they'd have like an honest reaction. And that's not a fable. That's legit. Yeah. And they showed up. We saw saw the microphones. We saw the chandeliers. And also there was like a a buzzard animatronic that used to be like in the dining room. So it looked like, I mean, I think a little bit was reconfigured since they did the construction a few years ago. Mm -hmm. But, oh my gosh. Um, He also took us out on the balcony. We got to go out. Um, it was felt like I stars. Think that was, I think, my favorite part was going out on the balcony because it was so peaceful. Like it was just no one knew we were there. No one right. looked. It was up. unbelievable. We were just we, like most of the people don't look up at the uh, at the balcony. Strange. It was kind of strange. Yeah, like we were not, and it is forced perspective, so it's not even a full story. I mean, it was like you know one short story that we were up yeah yet no one looked at us and there were six of us out there yeah. and it was it was really cool it was very serene and they have little um tables outside on the patio as well to dine for lunch but not during dinner because it's too dark but yeah it was that was really cool and just the architecture of the lobby is beautiful they have like a harpsichord is that what it is yes like an, an old, old harpsichord, harpsichord which is just Everything about it is just yeah, it was the awesome. most beautiful theming that you could imagine. All right. Um, yes. Yeah, so that's just a, t- a small taste of our California experience. Actually, as I said, I-, I think we mentioned before that Rob, Holly, and Scott all did the half while they were out there. And we did the 10K. And, and the, the 10K. Dumbo double. The Dumbo double. The Dumbo double. The Dumbo double. Um, and they got their coast to coast medals from the marathon in January and the dopey challenge in January. So, um, that was, that was a really interesting experience for them. Also, uh, Rob, Holly, Matt, and I did the, um, Disney animation studio tour. Um, so we'll talk about that. Holy crap. Is that a story? Oh my God. My heart. Yeah. Our, my heart still skips a beat talking about that. And also, we want to talk to Scott about his first time in Disneyland because we talked so much about getting him ready, so I, <laughs> we, we can't wait to hear what he thinks. So because we have all of these things to cover, we're actually going to do a bonus episode and release it next week for you guys. Yeah, we usually only do bi-weekly, but we've got so much to talk about. So next Sunday, we'll have a, a fresh episode as well. So. Lucky you. You guys That's are getting more. Yeah, lo- you lucky listeners. Um, so... Let's do a last call. Does anybody have anything for last call? I have something. It's actually on Facebook, so go on over to Facebook and check it out. Along with food and wine starting, um, it's also the start of uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Yes! Mm. Um, ooh, it's really not-so-scary. Um, <laughs> to you. PhotoPass actually has some animated uh, magic shots, so definitely head on over 
onto our Facebook page, click the link, check it out. There's some really awesome yeah, they are. animated yeah, they are shots cool. that they are I cool. think it's my bucket list to do during the party. Just get them really, all. Yeah, yeah, they're really Gotta cool. Gotta catch them all. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that does look awesome. Yeah. Um, and my my last call is I'd like to give a shout out to our one of our original listeners, Mr. Pete Carney and his wife. They are down in Disney World this week celebrating their anniversary. So happy Aww, anniversary, happy anniversary. anniversary. And I uh, hope you guys have a good time and let us know what, what you did. I know, what better place? I think they're going to eat at the California Grill. So you oh, email us, Pete, yeah, and let us definitely. know what you think. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it. Does I have a quick thing. Okay. Um, for those people who are still playing Star Wars Battlefront, Scott and I, actually most of us here have Star Wars Battlefront. I haven't played in months, but the newest... <clears throat> excuse me the newest dlc is coming out on uh tuesday september 20th okay and it is the death star uh dlc expansion and you are going to be able to play as the reptilian bounty hunter bosk as well as everyone's favorite wookie chewbacca mm. and there are going to be a bunch of new uh maps centered around obviously the death star and you're actually going to um get to fulfill every star wars nerd's dream and actually pilot your X-Wing through the trenches and try and blow up the Death Star. So I think that sounds really cool. I think that it's going to certainly make me, uh, once that rolls out, uh, for those of you who have the season pass or these DLCs can be purchased standalone, if you guys have Battlefront, you should check that out. New Moana trailer, too. Oh, yeah. It looked really good. Oh, that, that so movie will make so much money. <laughs> yeah, I th it looks good. Take really my money good. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, take my if, money. If you could bet on the movies, money. I would bet on that movie. <laughs> yeah, um, oh I'm my sure gosh, The can. Rock looks so funny in that. It looks really it good. It does, it looks excellent. I mean, it just like, Go watch that. He was great at D23. Oh, he was. He's great in oh, everything. Yeah, he, he is, is a charming, charming <laughs> man. So, all right, everyone. Well, uh, Please, like we've kind of plugged throughout this episode, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Pinterest, follow us on Twitter. How about Facebook? Yeah, Most definitely. And if you enjoy this podcast, it, it is really important to us. Um, I know we say things like this, but please um, write, rate and review us on iTunes. It's really helpful for us to get feedback and also, you know, the better ratings that you give if you're really enjoying the podcast, it helps increase our visibility. There are a ton of Disney podcasts out there. So the better we are rated, the more we can get pushed to the top, more people can um, see us. us. And it basically um, increases the health and longevity of this podcast. So we are really super appreciative, appreciative, appreciative of all our great fans and listeners out there. So keep the feedback coming. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. And, um, you know, because we'd like to really foster this little community we have. So thank you. And... <laughs> All right. Hit us Cheers. 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 Cheers.